Hi again, I'm Melanie Hirshhorn, the digital content creator and marketing strategist and coach for women business owners. And welcome back to another episode of VIP Access. VIP stands for Visibility, Impact, Profit. And this podcast will get you inspired and fired up about content creation and marketing yourself and your brand. Each week, you'll get marketing and mindset strategies, actionable tips, and the motivation you need to land more clients, nurture your leads, and position yourself as an expert in your industry. We also go behind the scenes with powerful women in business to discuss strategies, messaging, and more. My mission is to empower you to stop spinning your wheels and to make your mark with your marketing. Ready to wow your ideal client and create a community of raving fans? Let's dive into today's episode. Hi, and welcome back to VIP Access. I'm Melanie Hershorn. I am thrilled to welcome my guest today. Her name is Marie Hale, and she's the co-founder and owner of At Revenue, a sales and marketing collaborative. And she's also a professional speaker who founded At Forward Revolution with a true understanding of what it takes to be resilient. Between 2017 and 2018, she lost her life and business partner and her best friend, and she had to find the strength over and over again to reassemble her life. She felt deeply that what she had been through had a bigger purpose. And then, of course, the pandemic hit, and parents everywhere began to crumble under the stress of the new kind of schooling. And the female recession, which we don't hear a lot about, began pushing equality back decades, like 1950s, guys. And Marie started to rage. So what did she do? Because she's a brilliant businesswoman, she made a plan. With her 20 years of experience running multinational teams and heart for big vision with powerful operational structures, she and the amazing team of At Revenue got to work creating a solution for what's happening to working mothers and fathers today and a plan on how to change it for the better in the future. And Marie, thank you so much for joining me today. Melanie, I'm thrilled. I'm thrilled. Thank you for having me. Of course. So I want to start with the female recession and I'm using quotation marks because what is that? Like, how do we define that? Oh, it is so shocking to me that it is not higher up on everybody's radar. Women are being pushed out of their careers or having to choose to leave the workforce at a rate of four to one compared to our male counterparts. We have lost millions of jobs. And it's not just the jobs because, you know, we've got a sector of those folks that are in service-based businesses that are in food and those things. And yes, that's a big segment of it, but we've got this huge cadre of women that are at mid to senior level positions in their organizations. And they're having to either choose to leave because one, it's a societal norm that the wife would come home to take care of the family or they're being mommy tracked out of their jobs because they can't continue to work the 50, 60 hours a week and balance the reality of life and the cost that is going to be associated with this. They are anticipating a $1 trillion deficit within the next five years, just due to loss of talent. That's insane. Yeah. You would think somebody would worry about that. Well, I mean, 
somebody should worry about it. And, and I guess I'm worrying about it. You're worrying about it and you've made a plan to do something about it. So what are you doing to make this go away and, and change? It was really kind of a, a visual experience when all of the pieces came together, because I've always kind of thought, listen, if I'm going through something, there's a chance that out there, there's somebody else that's experiencing the same thing. And I did this when I had to grieve my husband on brand and pick up our family business seven months after we opened and sink every dime into it. And I looked at that and said, I can't, nobody wants to talk about grief. Okay. I'll talk about it because like it or not, none of us are making it out of here alive. At some point, people are going to go through it. And the same thing kind of happened with the revolution as I was looking at the massive impacts, not only emotionally, and I just read an article the other day that 98% of women are reporting absolute mental, emotional, spiritual burnout. Oh, uh, yeah. Guilty over here. Right? By the time I hit three o'clock, my executive function, I can't get words out of my mouth to save my life. No. And then it's, you have to make dinner. Yeah. And so, you know, we've got this situation that's happening where we see a lot of the attention going to keeping women in their careers. And all I can think of is that's not going to work. How can we expect these women to go back and fight their way up a ladder? They just got kicked 20 years down to go work for whatever, you know, single white guy got her job after she left, probably made more money than she did. Probably. How do we take care of the whole person here? Because life is is intertwined and we've been remiss to not be caring for that more effectively for the past forever. And I really want to touch on that because it's so important to highlight. I am a person who likes to compartmentalize. And so I never realized that what's going on in my personal life is going to have an impact on my business and vice versa. And, you know, it's so important to really take care of yourself. I mean, sure. When we get sick, you know, we know, okay, I got to rest because otherwise whatever, but then you just jump right back in, you know, full throttle. Yeah. And there's days when I high five myself, if I get to pee before three o'clock, you know, like, <laughs> woohoo, I made it, but that's the reality of it. You know, we we're business owners, we're going full speed most of the time. And so as I started really reflecting on what I needed to be cared for, I said, okay, we can give these women jobs and money and prevent them from having a gap in their work history. We can give them power. And one of the things that has been really high on my radar lately is I am done with empowerment. Hmm. Oh, I don't need to be empowered. I don't need anybody to give me power. I have power. I want power, power to make my own decisions, power to create the kind of life that I want to see for myself and my daughter. So we're going to move into that power space and just make sure that they can take what they want. Right? So how do you take your own power? How do you take it? Sometimes you got to burn everything to the ground and see what wonderful, wild, beautiful thing grows out of that scorched earth. Because For those that are not entrepreneurs, it's going to be very uncomfortable to reimagine their lives. I like to build my wings on the way down, but I was even at a point where in October, where I was about to have a nervous breakdown 
because I was trying to do Chicago public school system and run my business and, and, and I forgot that I have choices and choices and resources are power. If we can put power, resources, and financial stability in the hands of diverse people, that's power. And so I had a business girlfriend that loved me enough to reach in and smack me around and say, you've been an entrepreneur since you were 22. You've made your own life. Why aren't you doing it now? Oh, I actually do have options. So that's the power. The other thing that was important was solidarity because even in our hyper-connected social experience online, shame is big. Ooh, yeah, Mommy shame and guilt will rock your socks and is sneaky and insidious and is always sitting on your shoulder. I'm never doing it right enough. Mm-hmm. I don't want to tell my girlfriends that I have wine every night because they will judge me as a mommy. And we've set up all of these constructs that women are supposed to. Our counterparts don't have those constructs. Now I'm getting on my soapbox. I question that constantly in my own life. Why is it that I'm running a business? I'm a full-time parent. I'm also the caretaker of all things home-related from laundry to pool maintenance. And when my spouse comes home, He's expecting dinner. And if your spouse takes a day off of work to take care of the kids, how is he perceived? Oh my goodness. Where's the halo? If you take a day off of work to take care of a sick kid, now you're not focused on your job. Right. And that's just the expectation. I mean, that happened yesterday. I spent an hour that I had designated for something work-related on the phone with, with the insurance company because that's my job too. So- I think either I need a clone or an assistant. Uh, start with an assistant. Clones are creepy. Okay. <laughs> and, you know, we want to know who to who to blame it on if uh, if there's an extra Melanie out there running around causing havoc. Just call me Dolly the sheep. But uh, <laughs> so, but it's true. There, there's this complete double standard that I feel like it had been going away, going away, and it is bad with a vengeance. Yeah. Listen, I think every household has a right to choose how their partnership works. If you're lucky enough to have a partner, you got to know what those roles are. But the pandemic has put people into survival mode. And when we go into survival mode, we go back to the things that we know best, right? And so all of those societal constructs All of those expectations, all of those traditional roles are easier to mentally slip into because we know them. And so one of the things that I've really been looking at is, I'm just going to say it, right now we've got a crack in the patriarchy. There is an absolute opportunity to reshape the way that this looks because we had to change it when the pandemic hit. If we go back to the way things always were, then it's our fault. And I really hate it when stuff is my fault. That's my number one goal is just make make sure it's not my fault. And so that's what really kind of lit the fire inside me and helped me power through from October 15th to launching on January 7th, this entire program. And 
even going through the process of like, we've got to make sure that these, that these folks, that the revolutionaries that we're working with have emotional support, custom success plans for their kids so that they can create the kind of life that works for them. But we've also got to keep them at the top of their game. So we've got great partners like Sprout Social that is making sure that they're doing certifications. Because if you're in marketing and you're out of the game for two months, guess what? You're out of the game. And on the flip side, we're also looking at losing six, for every six months that you're out of work, you're going to be losing five to seven years of seniority and pay. So if a fractional marketing company like mine doesn't go in and hold those jobs open and make sure that these companies get back to profitability so that if somebody wants to go back into that job, they've got the opportunity, then we're going to end up with the same homogenous society that we had that we worked so hard to break apart. And I think on the other side of that, there's going to be some folks that want to just work for the revolution and they can work five to 40 hours a week when it works for them on the projects that they want to work on. I can guarantee you a lot of these folks are going to go start their own companies. And we are going to change the landscape of what corporate America looks like and what's expected from a working environment. Talk to me about the plan. How can somebody get involved and what can they do to push through and empower themselves? Oh, I do love a good plan. So, okay. So the first thing is 100% go to FWD Revolution and sign up to be a member in the portal. That portal is completely free to anybody who wants to be in there. And that's where all of those resources are so that you can start feeling your way around. There's also all of the current jobs that we have open, including a job that just says, not sure where you fit. Cool. Send us the information anyway. Let's find a place. And that the last piece of this is, you know, we know I'm going to, this is a marketing show. So I'm going to talk about my black little marketing heart. We know that this is a powerful platform. And so as we're working with our sponsors, which we are open to additional sponsorships, we're putting them on that platform. As we're working with our clients, we're doing PR around their support of the revolution. And so it creates this really great environment and ecosystem where everybody gets lifted up as the revolutionaries come in and find their footing and we start finding work for them. They're making referrals into the companies that they've worked for so that we can keep that job open and so that we can support one another because we've got to close the business in order to to spread it around. But we're here to support each other and to, to really create something that is sustainable and not held to what the world used to be but how we choose to make it. What drives you? What what do you think really makes this fire burn inside you? My husband and I, we founded this company on the concept of professional love. And professional love means caring enough about the person across from you to do the hard thing, to ask the tough question, to say no when you need to say no, and to really be other focused in sales, in marketing, in leadership, in an authentic way. And when for for a while, I think there was the perception that I was carrying on his legacy in this business. This 
fire that I have, this project that I've been able to create, this is all me. This is my way of taking that professional love to a national platform where we can truly change the way that things work. Because the most devastating thing to walk through is losing your power and being in that survival mode all the time. I've been through it. I don't want other people to have to sit there. And that's my fire. There is a different way. There is a bigger, more beautiful way. And I don't even know all the way what it looks like yet. And it's okay. But let's burn it to the ground while we've got the chance. Let's start a revolution. I love it. Okay. So how can people find you and this revolution to join? Absolutely. So fwdrevolution.com, number one. Number two, we are on, all, of course, all social media platforms. We are based out of Chicago, but we work internationally. So if there is a need that we can help with, we will flip the earth to make sure that these companies that we work with are able to show up and help us change the world too. You can also find us at AT Revenue, which is where we do the work part of the work. Marie, thank you so much for joining me today. It was absolutely my pleasure. Thank you for for being vulnerable with me and for being just as ticked off and excited as I am. You've written a book, now what? If you're ready to implement a simple content marketing strategy to create buzz around your book and your brand, schedule your free sparkles and strategy call with me, Melanie Hirshhorn at contentstrategycall.com. Thank you so much for listening to this episode of VIP Access. We can't let the fun end here. To find out how engaging your content is, take the content quiz at mycontentquiz.com. Plus, you're invited to join our private Facebook group at vipdigital.live slash community, where you'll get live trainings and other great tips all about digital marketing. And if you've enjoyed listening to this podcast, head over to iTunes and leave me a rating and review. This tells iTunes that you found the show helpful and they'll share it with more women business owners just like you. Thank you so much for listening.